Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Geek Podcast, where we celebrate geek, nerd, and pop culture. Each week, we deliver the best analysis for fans, by fans, on anything related to movies, TV, video games, comics, anime, and manga. We talk geek. And now, here's the Get Geek Podcast. I started to... <laughs> Everybody started started live now, guys. Started? We are starting. Started. This is like starting. Started now. Starting now. I don't know. What is starting now? Hey, y'all. What's going on? Denizens of the internet. Welcome to another wonderful and lovely episode of the Get Geek Podcast. We're back. We are back. We, we have are returned. Back. And who are we? I am Jose. This is Wolfie. AJ and Eli. Oh wait, you're you're last, so yeah. Eli, Eli. Thank yeah, you. I said my name. I said my name. Okay. Eli. Thank you. This is this is still wishing vacation was still on. Well, yeah, a little lagged, a little lagged, still a little lagged. Eli, how is it that we are uh, like on episode five seventy three and? You're still lagging on your introduction. Wait, me? (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's always like a pause when you introduce yourself. And not only is there a pause, but there's a uh, kind of like a uh, very interesting intro. It's always like, Eli. It's like you're trying to remember (laughs) your name. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like, um, I think it's Yes. Yes. Or like the name you're using this week, I guess. That reminded me... (laughs) He's GTA lagging. He's he's casually walking into the wall. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Oh. The artist formerly known as Eli. Indeed. 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 Remember indeed. when we were on vacation and the TV kept lagging so it would stop at like yeah. the most inconvenient times and we would be like what was I really supposed to be doing? Yeah. Like we were, we were speaking for the characters that like stopped midway. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was buffering. I brought the, I brought the fire TV stick, um, on vacation for the hotel because, you know, hotel programming sucks. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, but the problem is, the internet in the hotel sucked even worse. So, um, you know buffering all over the place that's what the kids are talking about. i feel like you you pay a premium on hotel rooms not for the hotel room anymore just for like good internet because like if you pay for a cheap hotel room you only that's have true, really actually. terrible internet. yeah it is it <laughs> is true. i mean you also get like a bigger bed and stuff but that's incidental the the more the speedier internet is more important <laughs> part of me part of me was also being cheap because i could have i could have upgraded to the the faster internet for like five bucks and i was like nah we're good. Do it next time. So I'm taking it with me, was, me. Yeah, part of me was being cheap also. I'm taking the fire stick with me when I uh, actually go out of town for about a week and a half next week. So because we want to see Ted Lasso. Because Ted Lasso is awesome. There you go. We have the Apple TV Plus on that uh, device. But anyways, Alrighty then. Anyways, yep. yeah, let's get let's get to this meaty conversation that we got to get to. Let's do all the things we got to do uh, in the interim. <laughs> As you all know, the best way to support your favorite podcast, of course, is to like, rate, share, and subscribe to all of our social media platforms and all of our podcast platforms. If you have a bunch of podcast platforms, tongue-tied, subscribe to us on all of them, rate us on all of them, share them all, 
engage us on social media, please. And that's just the best way to support your favorite podcast crew. And you can find us where all of your favorite podcasts are sold. So, yeah, we're here for a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful conversation today. But we do have, I guess, a bit of big news that we have to quickly mention before we get to, again, uh, the meat of the conversation. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll kind of lead us into it, right? This is uh, this big MCU news with Scarlett Johansson suing Disney because uh, of the loss of revenue, essentially because Disney decided to split the release of the movie between the Disney Plus platform and the uh, movie theaters, which essentially because her contract was set up to do revenue from movie theater sales, she lost a lot of money. So I guess, yeah, I'll just open up the floor. What are your guys' thoughts on this news? I mean, I think that, like, this is a a kind of, like, collateral and fallout that was going to happen with the shift that we've been seeing between streaming and the theater business. Um, It's... It's kind of interesting to me because there is no more of a greedier kind of representation of corporate America than this, right? Because Disney already mm-hmm. has like the movie industry on lockdown. Mm-hmm. You know, not only just the movie industry, but they got like the superhero movie industry on lockdown, mm-hmm. right? They know, they knew that like Scar- that that um, that that Black Widow was going to be a big deal. They knew that like it wasn't gonna most likely flop or bomb or anything like that, mm-hmm. but they, st- and, and their service is doing great because of all the stuff that they got going on with star Wars and Marvel. And of course their own Disney pro- uh, properties and stuff. Yeah. But the whole reason that they did this is to drive people to sign up to get more subscriptions to Disney plus, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't need money. They don't need any more money. So it's kind of crazy to me that they would still go this route um just to just to fatten the pockets as if they couldn't wait just one more month yeah you know what's also sad (laughs) the fact that hbo max which technically falls under the uh under the umbrella of what warner bros right warner brothers yeah warner brothers which is they (laughs) even they even made the even made the the effort to pay these actors because they were also releasing it on HBO Max. Warner Brothers. For which really? uh, property? Which movie was that? Um, they did it for Little Things with Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. They did it for uh, two other movies. I think one of them, I got to look up the article, but basically they were able to shell out at least $250 million That's to smart. pay these actors. That's smart. That, that could be just the a, impetus for the lawsuit, lawsuit also. Yeah, yeah that, that could be the impetus for the lawsuit. Scarlett probably looked at that and say, hey, they did that. Why aren't you doing it for us guys? You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's interesting because you look at it in, in a kind of way and you say, like, Scarlett Johansson has enough money, too. Like, why is she complaining about it? But it's true that it's completely unfair to say to the actor, like, we're going to take away revenue from you, like Wolfie said, to drive subscriptions to our service and then not make a deal with you like apparently Kevin Feige had been pushing for because he was smart enough to see this coming. He's, he's smart enough to see everything coming. I think he is King the Conqueror. But he, he saw this coming and he saw how unfair it was for his actor. 
And it's another conversation too, which we can't even get into, but I just want to mention it. Basically, like because of the the unequal pay to begin with that Scarlett Johansson had at the beginning of the MCU and beginning of her tenure, which evened out over time, it makes this something where Disney really should make that extra effort to make her more whole for this film that got delayed and all of these other issues. And I think the last point I have to make is to blame her for it the way that Disney did was a terrible move to kind of push this like, oh, she's being insensitive in this time of COVID. That was really, really bad of Disney. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, so the other two actors that I that I uh, that I was talking about, Will Smith for King Richard and Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman 1984. Those are the other two that I saw were compensated for their release uh, for their movies release on HBO Max. So I think that this is actually a much bigger discussion. I think that this is less about the uh, the actors themselves and more about um, this like streaming war that's happening um, mm-hmm. where Disney as well as the actors are kind of like it's like a little bit of a tug of war where like they actually can't really give in an inch. If Disney really wants stream to be the main way that they release films, they can't give in like this little inch as, you know, terrible as it sounds, but like, that's really what they're trying to do. They're like, well, if we have to pay extra just to be on stream now, we're going to have to do that for every property, especially when, when stream becomes the mainstream, when this is, when this is how movies are released, this isn't, because right now this is still sort of kind of like uh, a COVID project, I think. Uh, yeah, it's still new. Mm-hmm. It's still new. It's still like it's still a toss up. I, yeah. I still think that like the theater is going to end up winning out at, at some point. I think that like people will say, will will we'll eventually, you know, tip the scale in the. At least I hope. I truly hope mm-hmm. that like in this little war that the theater ends up winning out and people realize that like, okay, I want to grow the theater instead of watching it on stream first. Mm-hmm. So I don't well, know. let's, let's take a look at a real, a real quick look at the numbers. Cause I want to wrap this up and get into the, our really meaty part of the thing. Right. Yeah. Um, what we want to talk about is going to be, you know, very interesting and deep, but we need time for that. So I want to wrap this up quick, but you know, opening weekend for, for Black Widow was not bad at all. It made $80 million. Mm-hmm. You got $60 million on top of that coming from Disney Plus mm-hmm. with the subscribe, but the premiere access. Scarlett Johansson made the most money on this film out of any of her MCU projects. She's She was paid $20 million to star in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, she's hurting. I think... Jose had said that before. She's not hurting for money. Mm-hmm. She did get um, get paid for it. I think what the issue is here is that there was such a huge drop-off that second week because everybody went to go see it in movie theaters. And then after that, you know, the people that saw it, they went to go see it. And yeah. then there wasn't that repeat, um, the repeat viewings because you know what? I can watch it on Disney Plus. I paid 20 bucks yeah. and I can watch it three, four, five times. So I think that's where the issue is. And she does have a point because, you know, some of these contracts are based on residuals from the boss mm-hmm. office. Yeah. And if you're taking that away from the actress or the actor, um, then, like AJ said, make that financial effort to pay them. It, it was said yeah. that Kevin Feige was 
angry and embarrassed over this episode mm-hmm. because he was pushing day and date release in the movie theaters only. Yeah. So, um, you know, she does have a point, but you know what? We'll find out more as this thing plays out yeah. because you know how these lawsuits take. They take forever. Yeah. So, you know, we'll gonna, find out eventually. I think they're going to make that it, case. It'd be interesting. Basically, that, it, that it's uh, yeah, it, that, it, that it, Disney it, Plus made that was the reason for the drop off. Yeah. Go ahead. I think it'd be interesting to see, like, you know, the numbers overall, like for the entire compiled numbers for like her tenure as black widow from the very first one in iron man 2 mm-hmm. to now because 20 million dollars sounds it's a lot for this film but when you consider how much work she's actually put into developing the character oh yeah you know, you're absolutely right underpaid no but no no I, i'm day, not yeah i'm not arguing that she's point, definitely you know underpaid. because she's she was this. criminally underpaid in right. iron man 2 you know so, um, but yeah. at the end but, of the day, Disney Disney's gonna do Disney things because they have free will. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Do they? <laughs> okay. Do they oh, really? Segue really? of the year? No. I would say I would no, say Easter drop the mic. <laughs> I'd say drop the mic, but then you might break it and not be a part of this conversation. So don't do that. <laughs> They're free to be evil. So evil. the whole topic of this episode, if you're already listening to this, is because you are tuning in for our discussion on the philosophy of loki hey let me ask you a question yeah speaking about that is listening to this podcast free will or are you predetermined to listen to this podcast that's, so that's the question that we want to ask hmm. and answer the question can it even be answered <laughs> You, are, no, you have to listen to this podcast. It cannot be answered. Oh, it is man. part of your destiny. Yeah. It is your fate. Oh, man. Can we get more subscribers if we tell them that it's their destiny to podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have a feeling that'll have the reverse effect. So Loki, I. Th- <laughs> So Loki, I think we all agree, was, was an amazing first season. Thankfully, there's going to be a second season, but I think mm-hmm. we all agree it was a great show. But um, it was particularly interesting of a show because of uh, the questions that it, it posed, not just for the MCU, but just in general. You know, the questions of destiny, fate, um, free will, um, and glorious purpose. Spirituality, um, right? How do you guys, you know, and this is, I guess, going to be kind of like a free form conversation because, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Do we want to, did we want to be like the timekeepers and have a predetermined list of questions we wanted to ask and topics (laughs) or or are we just going to use our free will to talk about this? I I mean, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about like the whole idea of fate, destiny and free will, especially within the MCU and Loki? I don't know. It's, I think that's an impossible who question. To, who to wants answer. to tackle it? It's a difficult question. I would question. love to hear Eli tackle it. You know that you're gonna okay. Mine? Yeah, I want Eli to tackle that one. Come on, okay. E. Uh bring it home. Oh God. Bring it home. Uh you are destined to be successful on this podcast no. conversation. No. <laughs> Come on. Because we're talking about free will. So <laughs> free uh, okay, will okay, is okay, an illusion, um, Eli. The way the the way that Loki uh, portrayed the whole sense of free will and stuff, um, 
Are we just talking about Loki? We're talking about, about Loki. It's up to you. MCU, real life. Okay. I'm yeah. Gonna go. Everything. So I guess the way that the MCU brought up these questions by trying to, I guess, uh, how do you say it? Shoot. By trying to um, portray like Kang the Conqueror and the Timekeepers as um, higher beings, I guess. I mean, I guess that that was pretty. That was a pretty good way of um, intru- um, having that concept put in there. Um, I think it's, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a different. That's okay. the thing. It's a difficult. Yeah. It's a it's difficult. Hard topic to discuss because yeah. what is free will you know in loki there is no free will in loki the timekeepers and kang the conqueror have predetermined every single person's uh outcome right in a sense in a sense yeah so then See, maybe, so total then, sense right no, no. that was the that's the whole well, point I, uh, of the show is that he who remains or kang or whatever you want to call the character that Jonathan Majors played, he pulls the strings mm-hmm. until the the final moment, I guess, of maybe or just moments before his demise, right? Like it was a similar thing to mm-hmm. the ancient one in the Doctor, uh, right. Doctor Strange films where she can't see beyond her death. I guess part of his existence is he can't see beyond his death. But if you look at, and see, I mean, it kind of—that's the problem with this conversation. It kind of opens up everything that we've seen in the last twenty-three or so movies to complete scrutiny. Because it's like, why did he allow this to occur with Thanos? Why did he allow Iron Man to defeat this villain? Why did he allow Ant Man to defeat that villain? You know, why did he allow the snap to happen? It—it it opens up a whole world of questions. But also, like, there's there's a definite idea at least from what he says in that conversation at the end of the season of loki that yeah there's no free will in the mcu it's all entirely until i mean but it it is a paradox too and i kind of want to like see what you guys think about this because in the end there's no free will at least it's implied until the moment that the loki's kind of try to break this rigid universe that they live in it's the loki's that are trying to break this predetermined universe and that's why they're such a threat in a way to kang or not i mean it's it's a really difficult conversation to answer i mean i'll throw it to somebody else because i have no idea how to how to put this one i think i i think that free will does exist in the mcu Mm -hmm. um and and i can give you kind of two examples two examples of it okay um the first one is is a movie that heavily dealt with free will and fate, and that was Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Infinity War was huge on on you know whether things are predetermined or not. You know if if this is supposed to happen, and probably the biggest point of all that kind of tells me that free will exists is the moment when um, Doctor Strange is on Titan. And he's going into the future and looking at 14,605 possible outcomes, right? To me, that 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 suggests that... Wait, you have that number? Like, did huh? you have that number on hand? Is that the correct number? That is the correct number. <laughs> wait, Listen, what? I, I, wait, did you have, what? Did you have it on hand? No, I, I researched this beforehand. So you, <laughs> oh, you know man. how I am. Kudos to I, you. Kudos you know to how, you. You know how I am. I'm not, I'm not going to... 
Yeah, it's because <laughs> I remember it was like it's for he could have just said over 14. No, he said 14 million six hundred and five possible outcomes. But the, the point is he went into the future mm-hmm. and saw the outcomes. So that mm-hmm. means at, at some point there was some and this is going to tie into my second thing. Mm-hmm. There was some variant of these characters making different choices, mm-hmm. which led to all those outcomes. Okay. Yeah, and he but, only found the one. But hold on. And one, hey. one, one real yeah. quick thing. The second thing that that tells me that there there's free will in the MCU is the fact that variants exist. Because if there if you are on a predetermined path the entire time, uh, yeah. there would be no reason why there um, would be a variant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the TVA itself, it's built on variants. And remember the 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 scene where. Loki is walking with Mobius and he's looking at this huge mega city filled with variants that that he's collected over time. Mm-hmm. So to me, like I said, free will does exist. The TVA is an entity that's trying to suppress it, mm-hmm. but it can't do it completely because you already you already have the ability to make those choices. And that's where those variants come from. OK, okay but hold on, hold on. First, I just want to point this out. I don't think the Avengers Infinity War, uh, Doctor Strange, Super Duper Matrix thing, isn't um isn't a an example of free will because if he did, if he was looking at all these possible outcomes, wouldn't it be predetermined <coughs> that he chose this one outcome? Yeah, you can make the case for that. Yeah, so you it's know, not free will. So, mm, it, it, but no, the, the, the point that there was that fourteen million, um, different futures right if it was predetermined and and again maybe i'm simplifying this too much he'd only see the one the one path how because, and think about it this way but that's alternate no, timelines but but that's what i'm saying if we're predetermined to be on the one path then why would you see other paths yeah if I mean, you're if sense. you're literally saying that you have no way of making any choices then that means you're down the one road. There's well, no fork the other in choices, the road. No, There's wait. no exit yeah. ramps and stuff like the that. The beginning of those other choices wouldn't even ex- exist, basically, is what Walt is saying, Eli. Like, yeah, those, yeah, there would be no off-ramp to begin with. There would be no variance. There would be no timeline branches that the TVA has to prune. And what Walt is saying is a good point. Because those branches even exist in the first place, that means that free will does exist it's just the tva is trying to suppress it as a whole right yeah that's a great point right hold on i mean Mm -hmm. but what if because you know these other these other timelines are probably most likely caused by uh variants yeah well are caused by they are are. making choices making free choices of infinite choices what if those (gasps) yeah i know but what if those variants wolfie's head predetermined to make their choices uh-huh. See, he, he brings up that great point because oh. you know what you can oh, you can man. give people the illusion of free will, right? Yeah. Right. You might still lead them down the path that they need to go. So, so, th- so, so there's the there's the rub in the conversation, right? There. Yeah. So, so there is so there's the uh, so that's interesting because that's what Kang said that he did, right? Like I think he was questioned on like, well, what about what about all these variants? He's like, yeah, I know about all the variants. I know every single thing. But there's still one very specific, perfect, exact way to show that free will does exist. 
free will exists because Kang decided to do all of this on his own accord. Right. That alone was... makes free will a thing, right? Because if Ken decided to not do it, then there would just be like the multiversal war, right? Unless he, he was predetermined to... to do it. But see, that's the thing. We don't have <laughs> anything to show that right. he was predetermined yeah, to do it. So that, that's, that's the thing. So it's like, I think that like the show actually answers the question by saying that there is free will. It's just that one person is using his free or its free will to take away the free will of everyone else in the multi he's a he's a time dictator yeah basically before i send it over to jose real quick also what if the what if shows are what if shows and episodes on variants i think that they, i mean they on the what if show that's about i think that has to be the way yeah, that they, i think that's that's definitely right? the way the vocabulary yeah, in the cool. mcu exists realized, now is they're all variants right like they all have to be because there's going to be captain <sighs> britain and like like T'Challa is going to be Star Lord, right? Like there's all these different versions, so they're definitely mm-hmm. variants. Well, um, Captain Britain is a thing. Yeah, Captain Britain is a thing. Marvel also, zombies. Captain Britain, yes. Captain Britain Marvel is, zombies. Um, Agent yeah. Carter isn't a thing in the comics, right? Captain Britain is a completely different persona, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's true. So that's she's she's Captain America thing in it. Yeah, right. But she has the Britain. Isn't she, has, she Captain she America? British, uh, no, I think she has like a British flag on. Like she has the Captain America shield, kind of, and the vibe. But I think there's a. It's she's yeah. Captain Britain. I'm not sure. We're gonna see it in a okay. a little bit well, and anyway, kind of clarify yeah. that. But the only thing that I did want to say is here. See here, again. Here's the paradox of these conversations that make them so difficult. Because if you think about it, what could be the situation regarding Kang himself? He said himself that no matter what they chose, he'd be back in that chair regardless. So that, again, kind of flips it back. Even though he's making the choices, the choices are also making him in a sense because no matter what anybody else chooses after he no longer sees the outcome, he still sits in the chair. He still wins the multiversal war. And we don't know when this is supposed to take place in the timeline. It could be about to take place as a result of what happened. It could be taking place at the beginning of time. And that's a whole other mind-blowing conversation because time travel makes these things weird, right? Yeah. Well, I I think that that's less of a... a, um, I think that that's less of a fate thing and more of a you know scientific law i think that what's uh i think that and and maybe aj can help me here because aj is i think the uh you know most sound collegiate voice possibly in a a way okay but he's accredited for this conversation (laughs) there you go but i what if what if kang is not just a being but he is a scientific law kang might just be describing like well i'm the one that's going to be in this chair because scientific law states that like if there is a kang if there are multiple kang variants one of them will eventually get to this chair and position that i'm in anyway so i think it's less of a fate thing and more of a scientific law like it doesn't matter what universe you're in gravity is gravity and apple will drop on newton's head and Kang rules, Kang conquers. Like he's well, that's it's the a way that I look law. at it. He created, I guess. Though no, right? not that he created because he didn't create it. Right? It's just that like him as a being, as a super intellect, discovered this whole timeline thing, and he's already gone through the entire 
you know, he's essentially gone through the entire formula. So he knows the answer to the formula is that like, if it's left unchecked, there will be a Kang. I don't think that it's because he didn't predetermine that. Right. Mm-hmm. He was, but he's he, destined he, to be he, there. He didn't predetermine at all. <laughs> but is it destiny or is it law? It's, AJ, it's help me out. No, it's AJ. inevitable. Oh, AJ, help us. Uh, I have, we, uh, my head's been exploded. inevitable. <laughs> yeah. I mean. He's inevitable, not Thanos. What's up? Yeah. It's kind of tough. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the mind blown, uh, mind blown meme right now because it is that kind of, that kind of confusing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let, let's let's put it this way. Do you believe that free will exists in the MCU? Let's let's. Yeah, I'll, yes, I do. What is your okay. what is your example? What, what for makes why? you think so? Yeah. Well, it, it's kind of what we touched on earlier. Like, how would Doctor Strange have seen those fourteen million six hundred and five right possibilities if they didn't exist? What if one of his variants? is choosing one of those other possibilities thinking, hey, this is actually the best one. Oh, no, wait, it's actually this one. <laughs> what if there are 14 million Doctor Stranges? Doctor well, there Strange are. Variants. There are. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and I guess the other thing, well, I think that's the best uh, example of free will. Um, other than that, I can't really think of any others, to be honest. Um, well, I mean, Loki himself, I guess, is the other prime example of free will in challenging the TVA and all of that. At least, maybe, right? That's, well, that's what we're implying. Were not also, really, but no. not really, because remember, in the show, Kang said, "Yeah, I engineered all that." Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess Tony Stark is another good example of of free will, right? Because everything. That occurred in Infinity War and Endgame was really predicated on the choices that Iron Man made, and you know, it, it was implied by Doctor Strange to Iron Man, and and he even said, "I can't tell you what to do because you have to do it, right? Because if I tell you what to do, then it's predetermined. You already know what's going on." Iron Man had to make the choice to sacrifice himself to save everybody. Or was it a choice, you know? or did Kang allow it? Yeah, Kang allowed was, it. Kang allowed it in that timeline. Were you going to say something? You like? Go ahead. Right. No, that's that. That's just my thing with everything. Mm-hmm. You could say that there are plenty of other choices that they could make, but it's always predetermined to make that one. The other choices would have been predetermined. So, hold on. well, no. Yeah, because it could no, be because though. Very- Eli's point is not terrible because if you think about yeah, it, yeah. it could be yeah. that yeah. those other choices were allowed by either variants of Kang or Kang when he said he's gone through a million, million different solutions. He could have been talking about 14,605. He could have been very if specific. Want- and he did the same thing as Dr. Strange, except he lived those. Well, Dr. Strange kind of did in his head, right? He lived those, yeah. those timelines, but so did Kang before he did. And he said, he said, Hey, Dr. Strange, you can choose from these, but you're going to choose this one. It, it's yeah. that's why this and- is a weird conversation. Go ahead, Eli. If you want true free will, the only way for you to have true free will is for you to make your own choice, not follow a predetermined one. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. It's impossible to create your own choice. But so everything, um, therefore, everything is predetermined. But there's, there's nothing you could do to 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 not follow 
Kang's predetermined choices because you have different paths. You're always set to follow one for each variant. You're all assigned practically Whoa. to a specific choice. If that's the case, then why does he prune them? What? Why does he prune them? Because they've reached the end of their line. There's always you always there's always a no. The whole point choice. the whole point of pruning a universe is to prevent a branch. Well, then maybe it's just getting. He's too removing the free will by preventing the branch from branching out. Well, then maybe it's well. There is no free will. He they're just. I guess maybe he's just trying to make it less complicated with like a thousand branches. But well, I don't that, know. that's that's what he said that he was trying to do. He's trying to like you know. It's like the, he's basically trying to be the lesser of two evils as the way that's how he yeah. justifies it. He's like, right. either I take this chair and I make sure that, like, you know, there is no multiversal war um, or you take this chair and make sure there's no multiversal war because I'm kind of tired of this and stuff. Uh, or we allow it to happen. Like, which one's the greater of two? Which one's more evil? Right. Allowing free will to happen. Therefore, then allowing that's act- actually that's it. That's that's what he said. Right before his, at least this version of Kang's end, it's, you know, either you take this chair, kill me and take this chair and control the TBA, because I'm tired of doing this for many, many thousands of years, or we you allow the multiversal war to continue and I take this chair anyway. And you he know, hit it with a smile be... and a grin. You know what would be interesting to find out and probably would lend a lot of a lot to this conversation? Um, was Kang snapped by the by no. the events in the Infinity War? No, absolutely no. not. No way. Definitely. Why 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 not? They exist because well, infinity the, stones all, don't do anything there. <laughs> those but those things on, have no power in, in the TVA. Remember. That's, powerless. that's true, but but right, the stones itself are powerless there, but the actions maybe are far reaching no, besides no, that. that I'm, I'm just saying, so. I'm just saying. Because yeah, here's, saying. there's, there's, there's two reasons why. No against what? Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> there's two reasons why. One, the wall slammed shut, you know? <laughs> One, if he was in the TVA, it just wouldn't do anything because we've already seen that it's not there. Two, if people started disappearing in the past, the present, and the future, that would create huge problems for Kang. Because remember, yeah. the Infinity Stones were only used at the point in time Thanos used mm-hmm. them. Yep. Mm-hmm. If they started making havoc throughout all of time, then that would like... <laughs> I don't see a, a reason why Kang would allow that. Yeah. he, he That's a good point. That that's a good point. he could get... Uh, he could get it himself, but right. What well, that's that's kind of the point that I was trying to make is that if Kang did get snapped, right, then you know it it kind of it kind of changes the conversation just maybe a little bit because he's allowing himself to get snapped because no. supposedly he knows everything that's going on. But yeah, I guess but- you know what you are right. That's a point that I'm missing. Time does work different in the TVA's yeah. But not even whatever, that, because remember, know. time uh, Kang shot himself to the end of time. That's where he was. What I'm saying is that I don't think the Infinity Stones, uh, the Infinity Stones don't. Uh... God, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's difficult. Yeah. They don't. They don't. 
uh, they don't snap people across time. Yeah. Well, well, isn't hold on. Oh wait, you go. You go. Okay. Well, well I, I was just gonna ask, like, you know, I was gonna ask Jose, but uh, Eli, what did you want to say, real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna throw Kang, it to Jose real quick. Doesn't Kang exist beyond time? He's like not a part of time and well, anything like that's that. That's what's implied. The TVA. Mm-hmm. The TVA exists outside of time, but remember, Kang was located at the end of time. Oh, that's they oh. had to get to the end of time oh, to okay. get to Kang. Well, even so, so technically, the, yeah. he was on the timeline. So the Infinity Gauntlet has no bearing, though. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, on I guess. TV, what about yeah, the void? So. Does the, the 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 stones exist in the void? Does free? What about you, like Jose? Yeah, I mean, that's, me, that's like, kind of my void. question. That's void. my question. Like, I was kind of, like, saying that over here so y'all could see what, what my thoughts were. But, like, so we talk about how Kang or He Who Remains or whatever it says at the end of the, ep- the episode, he says that he engineered everything. He laid down the path. He paved the road, whatever it is he says. And then you have the Lokis who are in the void where I think it was boastful Loki said that the TVA doesn't care what happens there. But at the, like is is that place the void at the end of time or whatever it is not at the end of time but the void is free will exists there or is it still something where I guess my question is does free will exist for maybe some of the people that Kang doesn't care about because he cared about I guess those specific Lokis that he used to engineer the end where Loki and Sylvie got to his citadel at the end of time. But outside of those people that he used to engineer those circumstances, do the other Lokis have free will? Do the other beings and variants that somehow managed to escape Eliath in that void have free will? Or does free will not kind of exist there either? And again, I guess we haven't really determined whether it exists in the MCU or not. But like, what are your guys' maybe thoughts on that kind of aspect of it? How does that change it at all? Well, I think... Okay, so... Just to be clear, um, I think where Eliath is, is a point in the timeline. But Eliath as a being is so huge or <laughs> something of that nature that he, he, he's, he's a, oh, God. Um, he's so huge that he obscures a part of the timeline. <laughs> Which is where Kang is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Eliath is the void himself. This so dis- I don't think I don't think where Eliath is is the void. At least the way I understand it, Eliath is the void. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. My brain hurts right now. <laughs> but does, does- So the void exists <laughs> on a spot Wait. in the timeline guarding the end of time. But that but as I guess my, my question is is let me put it to you this way. Yeah. Is that a place where Hold Kang on. allows, like, he kind of quarantines free will? Think about that. Yes, that's, that's right. That's where he yeah, quarantines exactly free will I, and I, allows I can, it. I can get a, I can get a Well, no, no, I can't give you That's that. very dangerous oh, for him to do, though, because because if, if that place is a quarantine for free will and you have the pathway to get to him in that place... That's a very that's that's a stumbling point for him. Then, what if only Loki and Sylvie can do it, and he knew that. No, if he knows that only they but, can get yeah, there. He but, knew but, that. Then, he, he but then there's no free will there. But that's what I'm saying. He said that like that's what <laughs> you, he wanted. You're back to that. 
He was like, like even when uh, Loki has said, "I killed your 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 monster, Lyoth, and whatever," he like laughed at him. I was like, "I know, I everything that you've done, I orchestrated to lead you to here because Kang was done." Oh yo yo okay okay hold on hold on <laughs> oh boy Eliath is he considered the end of time? I just want to ask this question. No, no. he's the guardian. he's the guardian. He's like Wait. a. Okay. Yo, he's like, he's the like Cerberus. Cerberus right? Yes, exactly, Walt. He's yeah, like the Cerberus <laughs> for Hades. Think of think Yo. that's think all of mythology this as the right timeline. there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you have Eliot just This there. is the timeline. This is the end of time. Yeah. This, this is Eliot. Wait, does that mean the end of time is predetermined? Oh wait, yeah. Because uh, yeah, Kang is orchestrating it. It's the end of time. Yeah, I just realized. Wait. <laughs> time has to end, so. The, but does it? Wait, so what happens when King is gone? I mean, when that timeline is gone. Which timeline? What happens well, beyond that? Well, now you have a war. Yeah, you have multiple timelines. Well, no, he's talking point. about when time is ended. Like, like this, what happens? The sacred timeline. Has what ended. happened in Doctor Who? Uh, I don't even different remember, universe. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this universe no, but, alone but, is already but, hard. But wait, wait. Doctor Who has a lot of a lot of interesting yeah, points they, that yeah. I think the MCU may have borrowed from, because in in Doctor Who, Doctor Who is a time traveling. You know, um, what what Being. is his phrase again? I forgot. He's a time lord. He's a time lord. Thank you very much. We used to watch. We were nerds of of Doctor Who for a while, um, and the the rules in Doctor Who were such that you know what things can be changed. But there were very specific points in time that could not be messed with. They were very, very specific in saying that, that, you know, yeah, you can make some minor changes here and there. But there were these these finite points that had to happen in order for the timeline to continue to exist, because if it didn't happen that way, then. Every time and space would start to crumble, and then you know you'd get into these weird things and whatnot. You know what I mean? So, I maybe you're you're grabbing some of those ideas and putting them into the MCU as well, because just like everybody's been saying here, Kang knew that the events of the past twenty three movies had to happen in order for him to continue his his sacred timeline you know similar to doctor who it basically sounds like yeah exactly this this conversation is like breaking my brain because i like about like 10 15 minutes ago Mm -hmm. here in the group chat i sent like uh i sent like a message that like kind of blew my mind a little bit uh and i'm still kind of like unfrozen and um you know on the topic of free will when I had mentioned the whole, like, you know, is, is Kang just a scientific law? Is, is you know, and I guess we're kind of moving away from, like, MCU universe, but is free will, in fact, like, human free will, in our real, real life, real world, right now, mm-hmm. what we're doing right here, mm-hmm. is free will just a scientific law of nature? A scientific law of nature? Ooh, okay. Just like gravity. Is is free will a law of nature just like gravity? Right? You really... Because are we, if we are, if you give uh, sentient beings consciousness um, and the right to choose, then will, will everything that have happened have to have happened because it's a scientific law of nature? 
Well, hmm. here's here's my sort of mind blowing kind of way to open the conversation because if you think about it in quantum physics, I'm like I'm definitely no quantum physicist, but I like a little bit nerd out about like quantum physics and how mind blowing all those ideas are and quantum computing, which is becoming a huge thing. You guys have definitely heard of quantum computing, right? Um, and in quantum in quantum physics, the thing that occurs a lot is that both states of something can exist at the same time. So what if in some weird way, just like quantum physics, and when I say that, I'll give an example very quickly, right? So with light is an example. They do an experiment, and I'll try to make this as quick as possible. There's an experiment where they try to measure where light kind of hits a surface on the other side of like um, like a light filter. So something that like will break up the light into um, – I think it's slatted, okay? And what they find is that when it when the light hits the surface on the other side of this this device, it becomes both a particle and a wave. All right? When you're talking about physics, that's kind of a weird thing that only light does. So, another example is in quantum quantum computers, the reason that they're supposed to be so advanced possibly is that instead of the way that computers work now where it's binary it's either on or off right that's computing it's one or zero that's what on and off is essentially it can exist again in a state that's both off and on at the same time so what if free will both does and does not exist because of the way the laws of the universe work okay (laughs) let's open up the floor to that idea boy can you even? Can we even answer it after that? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe we should kind of skip that, but like, it's a possibility. You know, what I do find interesting though is that um, I don't know necessarily how well this lends itself to predetermination and free will, but you look at the way time works in other properties. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance. You can technically go back in time and try to, quote unquote, change things. But then, quote unquote, all you'd really be doing is creating another universe. Mm -hmm. So technically, you're not influencing time the way you want it to because you can't. So does universe theoretically. Exactly. So Mm. does free will exist really? Because. What you're trying to influence, you cannot influence. That's the butterfly and that's effect. It's whole, yeah. like it's on its own predetermined path. So even though you try to change it, all you end up doing is just creating another universe. So that, yeah, exactly. If, if we if we believe in the multiverse, multiversal, yeah, that theory, only works if know? we believe in the multiverse theory. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. But, yeah. but but again, that's what I that's what I mean. Some AJ, properties use it, some don't. AJ's right though, in that that's theoretically how some actual scientists and physicists posit that this thing works, because the, it's theoretically possible to go back in time, and you can actually go forward in time very easily if if you think about how time is influenced by gravity. If there's there's a whole conversation to have there, but the way that GPA satellites work is that. They're off. A, they're off time in a slightly. They're, they're slightly off time compared to the time on Earth because gravity influences time. The closer you are to a source of gravity, so the closer you are to Earth, I believe the faster time goes. Anyway, um, 
you can technically go back in time, but if you do, according to theoretical physics, like AJ said, you're creating a new timeline. You're not, you can't influence time. You can't go back in time and like kill Hitler. That's the answer that we always, or the example that's always used. So in a way, because of what AJ is saying, yes, it does become again, sort of predetermined, but also the choice for you to go back in time and create the loop in the first place possibly is free will (laughs) go ahead so here's the thing and and like and 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 i think that like i want to bring this back a little bit to the matrix right yeah the the problem is choice right the Mm -hmm. problem is giving people the the i think choosing is free will and self maybe maybe not the actions the physical actions and stuff but the problem is choice and it's it's funny because if you uh i am a fan of norse mythology and i have read all of the norse mythology all the original uh stories uh some uh, some of the interpretations neil gaiman has a great anthology book of all the norse um uh norse stories yeah but you have loki, that book. Lo- loki is often I think misinterpreted as the God of mischief, but what he really is, is the God of choice. What Loki does in Norse mythology is that he, he creates chaos by giving people, uh, giving people the ability to choose to do things that they want, not just things that they're supposed to do. He introduces mischief and chaos by letting people know that, Hey, you can do what you want. You know, even if it may not be like the good thing or the nice thing or the heroic thing, you know, here's here's this hammer. Go hit someone on the head with it, you know. So the problem is choice, you know, and, and, and it's funny that like it's funny that like uh, that that Marvel is sort of kind of reinterpreting Loki uh, through the show as its true Norse counterpart, like in, in the actual Norse mythology books instead of what it was before right having kind of like having a choice yeah having ha- having choice and 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 fate and destiny uh be the whole topic of loki you know well, um, it's, it's interesting it's, can i make just one, okay, one very small point to kind of again there's the duality to all of these these points that we're making i agree with that and also think about the fact that in norse mythology loki is going through a loop of his own it's death, rebirth, Ragnarok, death, rebirth, Ragnarok, right. death, rebirth, Ragnarok. So is that predetermined as well? Well, go ahead, Walt. Go ahead. Well, it, it, it's interesting the way that Loki, you described him because there's another there's another person in religion that acts very much the same way. And that's that's, you know, the fallen angel. Right. And and the whole premise of the garden of eden and whatnot bringing this from mythology into religion because what is it that um gets both adam and eve kicked out of the garden and eve garden of eden it's choice choice right because you have him come to them in the form of that snake right Mm -hmm. and say hey you know this guy's telling you don't eat from this tree don't bite this apple and stuff like that but i'm saying hey it's your choice. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's literally what gets them kicked out. And and from that point on, um, in you know, the religious text, God really kind of takes a back step with humans and say, you know what? I gave you the perfect Eden. I gave you the perfect, you know, place to live in, and you chose 
not to live there because you went against my rules. Now you're on your own. I'll I'll oversee what you guys are doing, but I'm not taking an active, you know, um, thing in your day to day lives. You have free will to make your choice. You can either choose to follow my teachings or you can choose to follow his way. So again, that's Kang right there. Right. Exactly. Loki and Sylvie are Adam and Eve. There you go. I, I mean, he basically you was can't like, get oh, more. I never like really either, thought about either, it. Like either, either, either you can live <laughs> mm-hmm. in my Eden, which is this TVA controlled multiverse, mm-hmm. okay, in which I dictate what you can and cannot do and what your fate is, or wow. you can choose to do what you want and then live in HE double hockey sticks. And that just <laughs> got and so much deeper. Oh my God. Kang had an apple. There you go. Kang was eating an apple as soon as he showed up. Kang was eating an apple. So, or maybe he's he's the devil. He's the snake, right? He's the one that provided them with the with the. Well, he could be no because maybe he's because the the apple kind of apple was in Eden. Apple, the apple was in Eden, right? But he also tempted them with apple. He just presented the apple. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He presented it. So he's kind of them with the choice. He's kind of God and the devil, the fallen angel, at the same time. In this, if you think about it, in this mythology. Sort of, I, because okay, he's well, like, yeah. he's controlling, it's, yeah. But still, but he's also it, providing still, that choice. Like, just, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of never a little bit how I see it. What did you say, Eli? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's just no, I just no. It's I mean, I just said it's never in dualities. That's what I think it was Einstein's. It's never in dualities, or it's or what do you? Oh my god! Yeah, there's there's always like a an in between. That's why I'm yeah. What? No, okay. No, I'm just, it was just, no, I was just saying you have Loki, which is, I mean, I, I it's, oh God, no, it's just <laughs> trialities or whatever. It sounds like you're about to make a duality yourself. <laughs> trialities. No, trialities, trialities. There's, there's always the gray, right? Yeah, there's, there's never always there's the black there and go. white. There's yeah. always the gray. That's what I said. That's, that's, <laughs> no. Yeah. So is there's always something in between? He who remains, is he the. As as we noted earlier, know. is he the true ultimate power in that multiverse and universe? Is I he like one of all? Because he's, well, hold on, hold on. He could be one of one of those absolute powers, but if we know Marvel comics, there is certainly more than one. Yeah. There's always a bigger fish. There's a one but above that one. To be fair, he controls practically time he controls time so everything that they do is predetermined or at least to the point that yes but there are bigger character there's still bigger characters in well yeah in terms of that's what i'm saying and what if king is huh no i was just gonna say we don't know how much of time he controls yeah because in the comics he controls a portion well yeah but go ahead go ahead and that's that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. what if Mm -hmm. king is predetermined Oh. That we don't know yet. That we don't know yet. Well, to be fair, he sort of is because if you're following the laws of time, then well, he he's predet- just following time. But that's the thing. He's predetermining himself by <laughs> preserving the timeline the way it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. But I think, that I think itself that, like, is a this. choice. This is, like, it's, it, this is being broken. Right <laughs> but that now, itself is if? a choice, Eli. Because I think what we if? can like, go around in circles on, <laughs> on whether Kang, what's like, you know, it's like the chicken and egg. Thing is like the the Kang or the Kang, which one came first? Did did Kang predetermine himself, or you know? 
You could. Well, wait, wait. The chicken and the egg. What do you mean by that? Like, which, which came one came first? Which one came what? first? The chicken which or the one? egg? Well, yeah, but like, what are the two options? The chicken or the, the egg? <laughs> no, 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 no. In, like, he means in the Marvel. Like, no, those are the two chapters. No, no. It just in, it, did like, the egg come first, and then the chicken was born of it, or yes, was know, there a chicken like, before? No, you're not listening. I know how that works. I know how that works. The chicken, because the, the chicken had to be born from the egg, but did the chicken lay the egg? I know how that works. I'm talking about the MCU. Yeah. Well, What two options do you have? Kang or what? Time? Well, here's here's the way that it works oh. in the comics to, to kind of provide context for that. In the comics, he who remains is a totally separate character from Kang the Conqueror, from Immortus, from all of them. He who remains is the person who started the TVA in the comics but the weird thing is that he like aj said predetermines his destiny because the he who remains becomes the creator of the tva at the end of time so that or no i'm sorry i believe he creates the timekeepers who then go to the beginning of time and create the tva so that he who remains can be ensured to then exist again at the end of time so that he can create the timekeepers again at the end of time and they can create the TVA again at the beginning of time. So that's kind of how it works in the comics. Oh, God. It's predetermined destiny, which is why maybe, again, it's kind of like maybe that is the law of physics. There is free will and destiny at the same time crashing into each oh. other in balance like everything else. And, yeah, my mind is, is starting to, like, curdle at the thought of Wait, all this. I think, I think my brain is fried. Yo, I don't think that can, Yo. I don't. Oh. What's up, Eli? What we, if? What okay? I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I'm following the um, the sort of logic, or f- I'm following the principles that um, what is it? Dark followed a show that we watched. I think mm-hmm. we mentioned it on this podcast yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. Okay. But what if there's a bigger king? So you know how you have the multiverse. Um. Well, the bigger. But king. let's just let's just put it this way. You know, I just realized how stupid this sound, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it anyway. <laughs> He's just gonna go with right? it. It's also He's brilliant. Using this free yeah. will to go with it. It's brilliant and stupid. Yeah, all of this is. <laughs> so, what if you have like a tree? Let's just put it like this, of like light. a tree. Uh, I mean, a tree of might. No, no, but like, Ooh. like each branch, is, each <laughs> branch is is a timeline, and then you have the branches sprouting from those branches, and the branches sprouting. Mm-hmm. So what if there's a bigger king controlling that tree, and then there's multiple trees, and then you have the Garden of Eden? I think that's where it's going to go. Something crazy like that. I think that's so. That means there's a bigger king. That's already where Kang is or was. No, but he's controlling each branch, including that one. Is what he's saying. Yeah. So we're not including the whole entire tree itself. That that gets that gets really and uh, oh god, a king above a king kind of defeats the purpose of king. You have different branches, but the branches. I mean, that gets exponential very very. But that's what king does in the comics. Council of Kings. Just saying, we are losing this. Wait, hold on, hold on. Think of it like what I'm trying to say here is that the all the branches came from one point in the time in time, technically okay. speaking. Well, yeah, yeah, it did because yeah. it's all branching from one place. So, does that mean that there's one king because there was originally a sacred timeline there and then it started branching? Does that mean that king was originally watching over the tree 
until it started growing and creating branches. So you're saying yes. that the sacred no. timeline in the MCU is a branch from a bigger sacred timeline. Yes. He's and saying then, that yes there's a no. multiversal multiverse. Well, it's technically, you can, you can just this is way, way Well, Kang already went there. over that. Woo. It was part of a larger multiverse. He just <laughs> oh, decided just his movie. multiverse was <laughs> the multiverse that he was going to, yeah. like, this is going to be the main timeline. Does that mean there are different multiverses i mean no yes. that just sounds they've sounds already been no. eliminated no, no no i'm talking about are there different trees what would you no, consider yes. trees? Well, and no, no. <laughs> i don't then, think how, so wait, no. but then the branches don't entangle no, so how no, would they no, no, that no, means no, there's no. a king on top of a king on top of yes a king i know that's what i'm saying let me let me more kangs on top of those what i'm trying to let me organize this for you i'm trying let me organize this for you um because i know what you're trying to say and i i agree Possibly yes, is what you're yes, trying to yes. say as well. What you're saying is that the Kangs that we've seen, even the statue of that Kang, is probably not the Kang in control, which has precedent in the comic. To be fair to Eli's theory, so on and so there's the Kang, the prime Kang creates Kang robots, just like Doctor Doom, that are effectively just like Kang, have oh, all God. of Kang's same powers, and oh. think that they're Kang. So it's oh, no. possible. But we Wait. know that the, we know that the MCU doesn't always take one for one from the comics. So I'm not sure they're going to do that because that might get a little too complicated for movies. Hold so there's that. Up. Hold. And we should definitely wait, wrap wait. this up. So maybe make a quick what point, Eli. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? I don't know. Um, you tell us. Um, it's freaking so you have like different branches and branches and branches. Yeah, oh god. No. Oh, and and I had a no. There's a writer from Rick and Morty that is involved in this and there's a council of of Ricks in Rick and Morty. So that's all I that's yes. all I will say. That's all that's, that's wait, my closing so point. You have the original <laughs> Wait, but then that would mean there's infinite. Kings. Yes. Well, of course there are always infinite. But you said that already. But how do you get to the source? Be Wait, wait, Eli, you got to stop. You're going to explode. He should be. You're going to explode. How did he create? No, 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 no. How did he? No, hold on. How did he create the timeline? Because does that mean he didn't create the timeline? No, because you're a variant. That's how you create timelines. So technically, you would have to create the tree. You had to plant it. Who planted the tree? It was the it one that is that is that yes, is the ultimate question. That is, yeah. I the, think we're gonna. See. I don't think that's a king. God, no, that's yeah. not a king. We're gonna Eli. see. That's, that's not a king. It's the time. all right. All right. I think that we need a segue yeah. off this topic into the <laughs> leave this topic. Leave this. Uh, Wait, for does that mean each tree is a branch? <laughs> Eli's head each tree is, is no. a branch. Is, Eli, is no. steam coming? There aren't any trees. It's branches. Is now. steam coming out They're of Eli's ears right now? Well. I guess you're just looking. You're looking at the tree from like a smaller picture, so it looks big. But then when you when at the you end of out, this, just a by the end of this episode, when we're done, he's gonna have a tinfoil hat on. <laughs> by the time we're space blanket, by the time we're done, space blankets. By, by the time Eli gets done figuring this out, we're gonna be sitting in front of He Who Remains having this conversation. He at is, the end he of is, time. He is the meme from. Uh, he is the meme from. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Oh, the the guy. Yeah. He's like, hear me out now. Oh, chalkboard. Charlie in front of the hear chalkboard. Yeah. Yes. Charlie, Charlie yes. in front of the chalkboard. And that oh, for God. the Sunny fans, he's talking about Pepe oh, Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. Yeah. Anyways, let's wind this down before all of our heads explode. Right. I think, guys, right? It's time to do that. <laughs> this was a fun each episode. Each tree is a branch. I mean, each tree is a branch, and it's also not. All right. All right. Uh, I have... 
What's up? I'm gonna create something real quick. You, no, I'm. I, this is this is for outside of us. Are you doing a variation? I'm gonna create something real quick. <laughs> I'll, you'll you'll see it soon. All right. So what I'm gonna you do? You guys just gave me an idea. I'm gonna close this out for all of us. We want to thank y'all for joining us on this conversation uh, for the Get Geek Podcast. And uh, yeah, as y'all know, the best way to support the Get Geek Podcast is to like, rate, share, and subscribe. Follow us on all of our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, and wherever else you guys instant or uh, social media, I should say. Uh, definitely check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms, wherever your favorite podcasts are sold. Send us some reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. That really, 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 really helps us out. So, yeah, after that great conversation, thank you all very much for joining us for this conversation on Loki, the MCU, and Free Will. And I guess there's nothing left to say. Or maybe there is something left to say. I'm not sure if I have a choice or not to say this, but stay geeky, my friends. Last thing, last thing, last thing. There is no end to time. There is no end to time because if you think about it, you have a life, but then what comes after Loops. that? Another tree? Or I should say another branch. Loops. So it's they're chopping Mobius up strip. they're chopping up branches. It's a Mobius trip. They're chopping up branches. It's a Mobius. <laughs> Walt's busy, like, looking at something right now. He doesn't realize that he has control of this. <laughs> or he does, and he's just letting this continue until Eli, oh, yeah. <laughs> until oh, yeah. Eli is on fire. My bad. Branches. <laughs> Eli's head is on fire right now. It has cutting to be. Branches. It has no, to be. I'm cutting up. He's cutting up branches, but who's the one? Oh, wait, the wait, one wait, above all. You want oh, your I... answer? I'll give you your answer. Yes, exactly. So remember, the MCU. Iron Man is live. <laughs> The Peggy Carter has turned into Hulk. I think Wolfie needs the to leave. MCU, because right, yes. he you had time constraints. This, he this needs is, to leave. We're we're transitioning. All right, yeah. We're transitioning. We could keep talking. Who remains? Who he who closes well, the scroll this box? So we can right download now. at least. We can continue to talk some BS for yes, a few minutes later. Let's download this so that we scroll get is that Captain out. Marvel. He who closes this podcast right now. Venom is carnage. Peace out, people. This oh was a fun God. episode. Later, guys. Woo.